Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brendan. I'm here with Andrew. Hello. And today we're going to be giving you the team grades for the NFC East. Uh, this was an interesting division this year. Weird year, dude. Pretty bad. Pretty yep. bad. Yep. <laughs> division I've seen in a long time. So uh, mm-hmm. I guess let's just start off with the uh, the Washington football team. Yeah. Surprisingly. The uh, top team. Yeah, the, the top team in this division. Didn't expect that. Uh, the Washington football team finished with a 7-9 and nine record in their first season under their new name, Washington football team, uh, improving from a record of 3-13 and 13 the year before. Uh, despite their losing record, Washington football team finished at the top of their division and lost in the first round of the playoffs to the Buccaneers. The Washington football team went through four different QBs this season, mm-hmm. with the comeback player of the year, Alex Smith, started the majority of the games. All yeah, right. that's break down uh, Washington for me. Four different quarterbacks in yeah. <laughs> in one season is not a great sign. Uh, no. <laughs> it was Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, not a not a great four. Uh, no. But some of their top players. Um, I think it would take too long for me to name every single defender on their team. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that because that, that was really yeah. their top players. I mean, Chase Young yeah. was already making an impact day one. He's amazing. Uh, I I liked what Mike Tomlin said after the uh, after those two teams matched up. He said uh, he said something along the lines of, "I don't want to be bad enough to be able to draft you. Yeah, <laughs> like draft a player like you. He's like, I don't want my team to ever be bad enough to get a player like you. Um, that was so funny. It's, that's how good he is. So. Uh, let's talk offensive players, fantasy relevant players. Terry McLaurin finishes a wide receiver 20 at the end God of the love season. Scary Terry. Love scary Terry, 87 yeah. receptions, uh, 1100 yards, only four TDs. So definitely like to see, uh, uh, an improvement on that. Uh, 134 targets is really good though. So he, he's kind of got the Allen Robinson effect where he's great. He could be even better under a good quarterback. So, uh, yep. they're going to look to improve on that. Antonio Gibson's got to be their top player. Uh, the the rookie that the rookie running back that I would say I was the most excited for uh, in this in this draft class. You can go back and listen to to all of uh, all of our podcasts before the season started last year, and I was hyping up Gibson a little bit. Uh, That's an understatement. That's an understatement. I was, <laughs> dude. I I was so excited for him, and that was before Darius Geis. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Darius guys and like AP left. So, um, yeah, seven hundred ninety-five rushing yards, eleven rushing touchdowns, which is amazing. Uh, almost two hundred fifty receiving yards as well, with forty-four targets. Uh, he definitely didn't catch the ball as much because that was JD McKissick, who was a reliable backup. Um, it, not really other top players. Logan Thomas actually finished as a. Top five, I think he finishes the sixth best wide receiver or wide receiver, geez, fifth best tight end, <laughs> uh, which is a little bit of a surprise. So, you know, he had 72 receptions, 670 receiving yards, and six TDs. Uh, he, funny enough, he had the same amount of targets as JD McKissick. So, wow, uh, at, a, at 110, 110. That's crazy. That, that's second most on the team. Yeah, this team so, had a lot of surprises this season. Yeah, I, I will say. It was crazy. A lot of surprises. <laughs> it was crazy. So, a, a disappointing record at seven yeah. and nine, but things are looking up. 
Um, yep. they, they need to improve on their quarterback. I think they needed to bring another receiver, which leads to their offseason moves. What did they do? They done did and done. Exactly <laughs> that. They brought in Curtis yep. Samuel, who I think is going to have an absolutely amazing year this year. Yeah. I think I'm very excited for Curtis Samuel. It, t- Scary Terry and Curtis Samuel are both going to thrive. Terry, especially. Yeah. With, with some eyes off of him, he can. Uh, man, yeah, he he's gonna he's gonna do very well. Curtis Samuel's gonna fit in this offense. Um, just yeah, it, it's gonna be perfect. I think that he's gonna take a little bit of uh, a little bit of the role that J.D. McKissick had last year. Yeah, uh, in the kind of secondary running back, kind of doing jet sweeps and getting those those uh, short receiving yards. So. I'm a little less high on J.D. McKissick as it was last season. Uh, and then they brought in quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to compete with Taylor Heineke for that number one role. Obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to win that. Uh, there are rumors that Washington football team are going to uh, trade up to try to draft well, a top five quarterback. Uh, apparently, they sit, they're they not attending Trey Lance's pro day, so that's a little interesting. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I think that I can definitely see. It's kind of like the Chicago Bears. I can see them drafting a a second or third round quarterback. Yeah. And just kind of uh, any quarterback you draft is already going to be at an advantage over other quarterbacks at that skill level because you're working with Ryan Fitzpatrick, the smartest man in football. Yeah. There's nothing more beneficial than having Ryan Fitzpatrick in that quarterback room. I mean, he can make Taylor Heineke a, a good quarterback. That's he's such a he's it's such a, crazy. I mean, he's <laughs> he's got the highest IQ out of any NFL football football player ever. Harvard like, grad, Harvard grad. He's so smart. Yeah, and he's talented as well. He takes those risks. Uh, he's he's really not afraid to do that. So I think that McLaurin and Samuel are going to thrive from that. Um, and Gibson's still going to be Gibson. He's going to be heavily involved. Maybe not 11 rushing touchdowns involved, but I can see a little less touchdowns, a little more yards. Um, although he's a little injury prone, so we'll see how his second year goes. But yeah, uh, I, I'm i looking for probably in the draft another O-lineman. Yep. Um, and yeah, the, the second, third, fourth round quarterback. I think it would be would be perfect. Yeah. Uh, grade. Honestly, for the despite the record, I'm going to give him a pretty high grade. Uh, yeah. Just because there's a lot that worked well, I'm going to go B minus. Yeah, I I was kind of in the same boat. Like I want to give him a higher grade than I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, just because they're such an exciting team, mm-hmm. but I'm giving them a B minus as well. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like a lot of Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. When when on the AFC episode the, that we did, it we're, we have to look at the season they had rather than the season that they're going ahead. To have, so yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the New York Giants. Here we go. Finished second in the division with a record of six and ten. Yeah, for real, man. Uh, Saquon Barkley got a season-ending injury during the first half of Week Two. Huge hit to their season. Yep. So put uh, you know Daniel Jones has to put the team on his back. Uh, he seemed to be that. a little bit too heavy because <laughs> he just he tripped. He just tripped. He tripped just, right <laughs> around the 10-yard line. 
It's too but, heavy. Oh, yeah, this man. is a crazy, crazy uh, year for this division. So, um, yeah, break, <laughs> what, break it down. What what went well for the Giants this season? What didn't go well? Oh, what went well? Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. What went well for the New York Giants? Uh, I wanted to make a joke and say Saquon Barkley yeah. game one, but he didn't do good. He didn't game do one. great. Yeah, uh, Wayne Gallman, I guess. He, uh, he was. <laughs> they picked up Devonta Freeman, who had two good games. Yeah. Um. <laughs> wow, what went right? How did they end up with a six and ten record? How did they come in second in their division? Yeah, I I don't understand that. Daniel Jones did not have a good year. Uh, 2,900 passing yards, 11 TDs, 10 interceptions. Not a good ratio there. Um, Jeez. I mean... Dude, I, I remember at the beginning of the season when you were hyping Joe Judge up so much. I, Joe, I was like, well, <laughs> I was like this. I was like, Daniel Jones could take a step up. Saquon yep. Barkley is going to be amazing. Everything just, just fell apart. <laughs> and then, yeah, it just crumbled in week yeah. two. So Yeah, week two. Yeah, everything just crumbled. I, I mean, like, their top receiver was Sterling Shepard with 66 receptions, 600 yards, and only three TDs. That was the most receiving touchdowns uh, for Giant. Wayne Gallman had six rushing touchdowns and 600 yards, the most rushing touchdowns from a Giant. Like, what? I mean, their defense was good. Yeah. They had a good enough defense to finish 6-10. and But, like, really, they didn't have anything going for them. Yeah. They really, they honestly didn't. And looking at this team, I am absolutely shocked that they finished second. Yeah. Mind-blowing to me. So, what they need to improve on, I, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot they need to improve on. Pretty much everything. (laughs) They'd always use a little bit more defenders. Yeah. Another linebacker. Better align. Obviously, Wide receiver is the biggest problem. Yep. And then you got to look at quarterback options. You, uh, Daniel Jones, he's going into his third year. This is where you got to make a decision. Yeah. You, you know, this is his prove it year. This is a make it or break it season for Daniel Jones. You can't have the excuse of him not having a top wide receiver, wide receiver one, because they just brought in Kenny Galladay. Yep. Um, so that solves the, the one problem, bringing in a receiver. They brought in Kyle Rudolph. Uh, as well, which yep. I guess helps when Evan Ingram is out for seventy percent of the season. Uh, yeah, it's it's really <laughs> it's you know, a healthy Saquon would would help a lot, but obviously you can't really work to improve on that that much. Um, yeah, it, it was uh just a very it's I don't understand this team. I just don't get it. Uh, the offseason moves they made, Simon Mike Lennon, backup quarterback, big whoop, um, Devontae <laughs> Booker's backup, running back, Kenny Galladay and John Ross, uh, as well as Kyle Rudolph, signing those three pass catchers. Best move they can make. Uh, yep. if, if you're going to stick with Daniel Jones, which I, I guess Gettleman said he has faith in him, yeah, you got to give him the weapons. So Barkley's going to come back. Hopefully he has a good season. Uh, and you got, I, I really like Ross. I really like Kenny yep. Holiday. I think they're going to, I I can see Ross as a wide receiver too over Sterling Shepard. 
yeah. um, just because of the type of player he is. Yeah, and uh, Kyle Rudolph, a, a dependable tight end to fall back on. He's not flashy at all, but he's a red zone threat. So, yeah, they, they signed like a Dory Jackson for defense. Leonard Williams re-signing was a very big thing for them. So, like, they're slowly improving uh, with the new additions, but they're really hoping for some internal players to to step it up, mainly Daniel Jones. So Yeah, they um, have potential for this upcoming season. Wow, so. what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't give him anything higher than I can't give him. I I got to go D plus. Yeah, got to be a D plus. They like you said. I don't know how higher. how they what went the six and ten. Mm-hmm. This was not a great season for the Giants. So no. Yeah, D plus. Yep. Well, all right. Let's move on to the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys finished third in the in the division with a six and ten record, same as the Giants. Uh, Dak Prescott suffered a season-ending injury during Week Five. Huge hit to the team. Mm. Um, you saw a lot of, uh, well, you saw the entire offense struggling with injuries to Dak, injuries to the O line. Um, yeah, they uh, they struggled a little bit this season. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little bit's an understatement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dak Prescott is awful too. <laughs> yeah, Dak Prescott looking, uh, looking good for the first five. I guess first four weeks gets injured week five. And uh, everything turns to crap. I mean, even Zeke was top three running back for the first five five weeks. Like, they they were looking unstoppable at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the season. Their offense, at least. Yeah, their offense. Their defense held them back. Defense, yeah. Defense really held them back. But they're like, they were, I don't know. It was their offense was insane for the first couple of weeks. So, and it just, it was uh, unfortunate. Uh, Top players, obviously, um, Dak Prescott was a top player for the first four weeks still ended with more passing touchdowns than cam newton yeah uh, so that's a little fun fact there but it's pretty crazy yeah uh hopefully he's gonna have a, a good bounce back year amari cooper i guess the wide receiver core so, uh drafting cd lamb to me was a little questionable because i'm like you got cooper and gallup as a yeah, those are two great receivers yep. they picked cd lamb that that made it a, a terrifying offense worked out really well uh, both Gallup, actually all three, Gallup, Lamb, and Cooper all finished the season with five TDs. They all had over 100 targets. Uh, Cooper finished with 1,100 yards. CD Lamb, 900. Gallup, 800. So uh, all three fantasy-relevant uh, receivers there. Blake Jarwin got injured um, right away, so they moved to their... Tight end to Dalton Schultz, who had a decent enough season to be a kind of fringe fantasy player. Uh, yeah, and Elliot, like you said, top three for the first five weeks, and then you know d- d- didn't have that great of a season after that. Still finished in the top ten, however. Yep. Um, Andy Dalton did his best to to carry the team. Um, it does it does help when you have three top 25 receivers on your team uh, yep. as well as a top 10 running back. So he looked okay. Uh, I wouldn't say he d- he looked good enough to be a starter on a team like the Chicago Bears, but whatever. Uh, it's thrown more shade at them. It's, yeah, I, it, I don't understand. Like, they finished, this is kind of the opposite feeling uh, to the New York Giants where I thought 
I I would this team is too good to finish six and ten. Yeah, I think they were. Uh, um, how did they not win more games? And I mean, it really comes down to the defense. You look the at the answer. amount of points yep. that they gave up. They gave up so so yep. many points. That's that's the answer. Is their defense yep. that was their their Achilles heel? That was their big issue, giving up. Uh, almost 30 points per game. That's the fifth most uh, points allowed per game. Um, you know they're they're in that to in that range of just the in that tier of just terrible defense. They give. Uh, I think they're yeah. Their worst was their rushing defense, uh, where they finished second to last, just behind their uh, fellow Texas uh, team, Houston Texans. Dallas Cowboys gave up 160 rushing yards per game, which is atrocious. So, wow, that that was their flaw. That's yeah. what they need to improve on this season. Um, they need to get, you know, I I would say I think they're going to draft a corner. I think that's the best move for them. Yeah, uh, they need to improve on that as well. Off season moves, they didn't have too much. They re-signed Dak Prescott to a four year deal. I think that's very good. Um, a lot of questions on how he's going to perform after his terrible injury, but he's Dak Prescott. He's a, he's a top five quarterback. So, um, yep. other than that, not a lot of big signings. Jeremy Sprinkle, that's fun. Hey, but uh, but yeah, it, it's not not a lot of improvements. Um, Keanu Neal was probably the the biggest one on defense. Yeah. But That's you big. know, little I, I I would like to see more defensive improvements if I'm a Cowboy fan, but I'm yeah. not. Keep having <laughs> crappy defense again. This is yeah another one of those teams. Fantasy. Yeah, another one of those teams. You got you got somebody playing the uh, the Cowboys. Instant start. Instant start. I I love yeah. the Cowboys because they have love the Cowboys for fantasy uh, yep. because they have a plethora of fantasy relevant players on offense, and then yep. their defense gives up a lot of fantasy points. So. Yeah. Please and thank you, Dallas Cowboys. I love it. It's like a Thanksgiving dinner. You just <laughs> you take everything. I want it all. So yeah. Dallas Cowboys. I I I know that I gave the Giants a D plus, <laughs> but I'm giving the Cowboys a C. I just I, I, I can't. You can't. I, yeah, like, I, it's just they they still did well. Is is their defense? I'm giving them a C. I know it's weird. I know it's too high. But, I'm going with D plus again. I mean, again, I think, like you said, this team is too good to be yeah. uh, a six and ten. But they, it was just a unfortunate situation where they were just riddled with injuries yep. um, on, well, really the offensive side and their defense just let them down. So yeah, I mean, I I can't give them you know more than a D plus for for that performance. Obviously, I think there is going to see a huge improvement uh, this upcoming year. But yeah, I they just did not have a great season. Mm-hmm. So. All right, let's move on to the last team in the division, the Philadelphia Eagles. They finished the last in the division, obviously, with a record of 4-11-1. They had a tie-in there with, uh, with the Bengals early in the, early in the season. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, the Eagles benched un- underperforming QB Carson Wentz in Week 14 for the rookie QB Jalen Hurts. At the end of the season, the Eagles fired head coach Doug Peterson and traded Wentz to the Colts. Yes, uh, for a pretty good deal. Uh, from I'd a say so. perspective as well. It was yep. one of those situations where Philly was like, listen, I don't want to deal with this quarterback problem. Let's just yep. trade Wentz away so that we don't need to decide who to start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you said, Wentz, very underperforming season. Um, yeah, really, he, he 
Oh, gosh. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> 2,500 passing yards, 16 passing TDs, 15 uh, interceptions. So they they benched him pretty late in the season. Uh, week 13 against the Green Bay Packers was was when Wentz got benched. And then Hertz had his first NFL start week 14 uh, against the Saints and got a uh, got that W, uh, which was a one of my favorite games to watch as a Jalen Hurts owner in yeah. Dynasty. Uh, so I guess Wentz really wasn't their top their top players, uh, top performers. I would probably give that to Miles Sanders, uh, even though yeah, yeah, it's finished up and down for him. Uh, it was yeah, very up and down. Finishes yeah. the twenty uh, third best running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he missed out on a couple games due to injury. He missed out on four. Yeah, very underwhelming season. I understand why they finished last in their division. Yeah. Uh, Zach Ertz dealing with injuries. Dallas Goddard was not great. Also dealing Uh, with injuries. (laughs) Also dealing with injuries. Their top receiver was Greg Ward with 53 receptions, 419 yards, 6 TDs. Uh, That was their most targeted receiver as well. If that doesn't paint the picture for you for this season, I don't know what does. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, they they drafted Jalen Rager, which I think he's a good receiver. I'm not going to say great. Yeah. Uh, I, I just love the fact that the Eagles passed up on DK <laughs> to draft Fulgham, and then they passed up on Justin Jefferson to draft Rager. I think that's probably the funniest thing. Uh, <laughs> two years yeah. in a row they did that, and now they need to draft another receiver. What you got to oh. do if, if you're the front office, you have a good draft position, yep. right? So what you need to do is you need to look and you just go, okay, what receiver are we going to draft? And then it, whether it's Devonta Smith, let's say Devonta Smith. Yeah. Let's say... It gets to them, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna draft Devonta Smith at, you know, pick twelve. They should not do that. They should just go Jalen Waddle, yeah, or vice versa. Whoever yeah. they think they want to pick, go pick with the other, the other one because <laughs> yeah. it's it's just it's gonna work out better. So I think Devonta Smith is the uh, good receiver. I think is the best option for them. Obviously, if Jamar Chase uh, gets taken." Uh, which is most likely to happen. But yeah, they, they need to, that's what they need to improve on. Yep. They need a wide receiver one and two. And because Greg Ward, Travis Fulgham are not it, and Rager still needs to step it up. So, quarterback, I would say they need to improve on as well. Jalen Hurts is getting a lot of hype right now, and I would say he's getting too much hype right now. Uh, yep. He he only played, I guess he, what, he only started um, four games. You're right. Yeah. And in those four games, a thousand passing yards, six TDs, four interceptions, as well as three rushing t- uh, TDs. It, it's his. He looked okay. Yeah. I don't want my bias to get in the way. Yeah. He came in hot. He got yeah. that win against the yeah. Saints, and he threw for over three hundred yards in Week 15 and 16. But like I. It's I, I'm still a little concerned. I'm not drafting Hertz as a top ten quarterback. He's ranked like number yeah, seven no right now. Like that's way too high. Yeah. Like the fact that like Hertz is being drafted ahead of like Burrow or like I, I would I would take Kirk Cousins over Jalen Hurts. Yeah. 
you need they need better receivers. They need, I would say, another tight end. Just because Goddard, he's good, but he's still dealing with a ton of injuries. <laughs> You're not a fan of Richie Rodgers? I'm not really a fan <laughs> of Richie Rodgers. Uh, and they need to improve on their defense. Now, yeah. in the offseason, that's kind of what they did. They picked up Flacco, uh, which uh, that's like worst case if you need a quarterback. Flacco's your guy. <laughs> I don't like really like that move. I can see him drafting like a fourth, fifth round quarterback, maybe like a Sam Ellinger out of uh, University of Texas. I think he goes in like fifth, sixth round. I can see the Eagles drafting them because they have 11 draft picks, which is the most in the NFL. Uh, they improved on their defense, signing Eric Wilson, Anthony Harris, uh, both players formerly on the Vikings. So a little fun Hurts fact little there. <laughs> so, you know, don't expect too much out of those guys. But uh, true. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, it, Eagles, they're trending up. Yeah. Uh, they have a good draft position. Like I said, they have 11 draft picks as well. Uh, yeah, I, I would say the next couple of years, they're going to be making a, a ton of uh, ton of moves. I think they have two first rounds next year as well. So, yeah. Yeah, good for them. Good, good for them. Uh, but in terms of the season that they had, Disappointing run game, disappointing yep. quarterback. Yep, just the worst receiving core in the NFL. Uh, yep. <laughs> not a great tight end situation. Their defense was okay. Uh, it's just a laundry list of issues here. Yeah, like. and they and they, uh, it's just it's just not good. So yep. I'm I'm gonna give them a, a oof. I'm gonna be harsh. I'm gonna give them a D minus. I was actually going to say the same thing. I'm going to yep. be a little harsh. I'm, I'm sorry, but like, I mean, this was a huge step down from the previous yep. seasons for yep. the Eagles. Um, so yeah, I just was not a good season for the Eagles. I'm giving them a D minus. Hopefully, so. not a D minus next season. I could uh, yeah four eleven and one. If I had to predict, I'm going to go with a what seven and ten. Yeah, because there's going to be seventeen games. That's going to just throw me off. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, Just I think the, that's yeah around the area that they should yeah. be. So I can see seven and ten. ten. I can see yeah. seven ten. It's gonna be fun. They're gonna do better. <laughs> they gotta do better than the Giants. I mean, but. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and uh, even so, they can't do worse than they did this season. Like, yeah, come on. They're the no way they're gonna win less than four games. So, yeah. all right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for our NFC East mm-hmm. team grades episode. We'll be back with the rest of the NFC team grades coming up. If you could be so kind, please leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to. Leave us a like, check out our website, all that's in the show notes. We'll see you next time.